This is Calm and Cozy, episode 62. You're listening to the Calm and Cozy podcast, a show about learning to love sleep, focusing on rest, finding relief from insomnia, and making time for self-care. I'm your host, Sleep Coach Beth. My friend Sarah sent a link a few weeks ago via text message for a floating studio in the city that we live in. I looked at it and I thought, that sounds interesting. I'm always game for voluntary relaxation, especially when it claims to improve sleep. I kind of feel like it's my duty to check these things out and then report back to you with my experience. Jake has chronic back pain and was working on our basement flooring for several days, so I felt like it was the perfect time for us to go for a float. What is floating? It is literally floating in a tank of water. The tanks, or cabins as they call them, are eight and a half by four and a half feet and are tall enough to stand in. They're also called sensory deprivation tanks because you're in a dark, soundproof tank in less than a foot of water. The water is heated to body temperature and has been combined with around 1,000 pounds of Epsom salts. The salt makes you float, so your face is always above the water and the temperature of the water makes you lose track of where your body ends and the water begins. Healthline.com wrote, you enter the tank nude and are cut off from all outside stimulation, including sound, sight, and gravity when the tank's lid or door is closed. As you float weightless in the silence and darkness, the brain is supposed to enter into a deeply relaxed state. Sensory deprivation tank therapy is said to produce several effects on the brain, ranging from hallucinations to enhanced creativity. Doesn't that sound like fun? I scheduled the appointments online and chose 8 p.m. on Valentine's Day which happened to be this past Friday. End of the week, close enough to bedtime. The sessions cost me $65 each. Now, the fact that I had bought us each a one-hour float session on Valentine's Day was more incidental than anything, because Jake and I don't really celebrate Valentine's Day. We've been together for 15 years, and we've never made a date of it. We'll usually hand each other our favorite chocolate bars and then get on with our day. I will always remember the guy friend that I had in my mid-twenties who said, you can never do enough for her on Valentine's Day. My response was, well, then you're dating the wrong girls. And on the inside, I was pointing at him and yelling, sucker. Friday, we showed up at a place called Go Float. It was minus 16 out that night. So stepping into that warm, muggy storefront was a welcome change of temperature. We took off our shoes and signed waivers that promised we wouldn't sue them if we died in their float tanks. <laughs> no big deal. According to their brochure, people float to relieve stress, recover from injuries, and reduce chronic pain. Floating naturally reduces stress-related hormones while increasing dopamine and endorphin levels and boosting your mood. 
Research has shown floating to lower blood pressure, improve circulation, and help those who are experiencing anxiety and difficulty sleeping. We were taken to our rooms, given a rundown of how to shower and close the tank door. Here's a washcloth if you get salt water on your face. Here's a foam ring to place under your head if you like. You have one hour, then you'll hear the music, and at that point, you get out and shower. Uh, what if I fall asleep and don't hear the music? I asked. I'll play it loud enough for you to hear, said the hippie. I took my shower, used their pre-float body wash, inserted the complimentary earplugs, and stepped into the tank. The door was huge, and I closed it behind me, leaving myself standing in a foot of warm water. There was one little glowing blue light at one end, and that was the button that also turned off the light completely. I wasn't ready for that yet, so I placed the foam ring under my head and I laid back in the water. Then I started laughing. Leading up to this experience, part of me worried that I would panic being enclosed in the dark tank. I was laughing instead, and my first thought was, what am I going to do in here for a whole hour? The Epsom salt made the water feel so slimy against my skin and my hair. I believe in mindfulness and meditation, but the thought of meditating for one hour was daunting. I had heard about people who use floating as a way to get new creative ideas. I would have welcomed that wholeheartedly if I could lie still long enough. I can confidently say I did not experience any hallucinations, thankfully. In the span of an hour, I pretended to be a corpse floating in the ocean a synchronized swimmer, a seal, Michael Phelps, a fish flopping around on dry land, and a little kid making snow angels. I was having a great time pushing off the end with my feet and then pushing off the opposite end with my hands. I wondered if Jake was having as much fun as I was, and then I pictured him lying there sleeping and, and maybe even snoring quietly. I knew he wouldn't be panicking because he wasn't really afraid of anything. At one point, I pressed the glowing blue button, and the tank went completely dark. I started to panic, said nope, and turned the light back on. And also, because I'm a toddler, I tasted the water to see if it was salty. It wasn't. It was disgusting and should probably never be ingested. Sometimes I would lie still and try to fall asleep, but I knew it was a losing battle. I could only fall asleep in a public place if I was cocooned in a blanket and felt completely safe. At that moment, I was naked and lying spread eagle in a tank of water, which was kind of the opposite. Now, I know it sounds like I played in a kiddie pool when I should have been relaxing and seeking inner peace, but I did do a lot of floating. The weightlessness part was cool. I found that lying with my hands above my head was the most comfortable position. I actually finished my session early because I didn't know what else to do, and I had felt like I had mastered my Michael Phelps impression. I checked my phone, and it was eight minutes to nine. I spent those eight minutes taking as hot a shower as possible, because long, hot showers in someone else's bathroom that I don't have to wipe down are one of life's greatest joys. I washed the salt off and out of my body parts, and I got dressed. 
Jake went the full hour, and he emerged from room two, looking a little sleepy, shortly after nine o'clock. In the below-freezing weather of downtown Burlington, we exchanged our thoughts about floating. Jake had almost fallen asleep. He felt very relaxed and had no pain during his float. We both agreed an hour was too long. I told him that every time I tried to be a synchronized swimmer, my arms and legs felt heavy out of the water. That night, I was tired early and I slept really well. I wore my Fitbit to bed to track my sleep and I slept through the night with a lot of deep and REM sleep. Jake did not report an improvement in his sleep that night, but felt less back pain. Now, knowing that floating is one of the practices that should probably be done more than once to enjoy the full benefits, here's my overall opinion after one session. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. It was a cool and really weird experience, and I think if you've been wanting to try it, you should. Jake said he would float again if given the chance. Personally, I wouldn't pay to go back because I didn't find myself able to fully relax in that environment. I also don't have chronic pain or serious sleep issues, and my current methods of relaxing are working well for me. I get why people love floating, but I am able to relax better in my own space within my own cozy parameters. I'm just realizing now that this is my first review that didn't end in, I loved it, here's a coupon code. But it's not a negative review either. It's a, wasn't for me, but you might like it. And now I probably just killed my chances of a million dollar float tank partnership deal. On the subject of not for everyone, want to try a relaxing five minute meditation while you're in bed tonight? Go to sleepcoachbeth.com and click on the sleep meditation link. Until next time, sleep well and stay cozy. And to my mom who listens to my podcast every night as she falls asleep, good night, mama.